It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you want interesting and entertaining debate on the Premier League and other English leagues, but from a show that doesn't take itself too seriously, then check out The Whistleblowers. It's a weekly football podcast hosted by me. I used to play football, Martin Gritton, uh, stand-up Mark Smith when he can, and music manager Gareth Dobson, who uh, always has plenty of good chat, being a Spurs fan. Um, we basically get football writers in to have a chat as well. And we talk about the spoilers that matter in English football, whether it's on the pitch or off it. It's free to listen to iTunes, Acast, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Uh, or you can download the Whistleblowers app. And follow us on Twitter at Football Podcast. Cheers. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Manchester United Redcast, the morning after the night before, as United triumph in Paris once again. It was the Late Late Show from the Reds, and of course, who else? It was Marcus Rashford, who won it for Ollie's boys. Uh, Joining me to look back at another magnificent Champions League night in Paris is my brother, Andrew Mann-Paul, with his young... Aha. I realised yesterday that you called me Drew Paul and that's a drag act. Yeah, I know, mate. Where's your yodeling pickle? Oh, he's, he's a... Shall, shall bring him into the... Bring him on? If you want, it's up to you. He's coming on. This is Ollie's new uh, phone ring. Oh, yeah. I'm waiting for the batteries to like sort of start, you know, going on that. And you know, it sounds like a bit funny, like patches in and out. Um, <laughs> joining, me, joining me as well this morning, Chris Curley, to look back at a massive, massive win in the Champions League for Manchester United. Chaps, I, I can't say anyone saw that coming. Um, did anyone see that coming? Yes, I did. I have to say though, with your yodeling pickle, you two boys are. Last night's result is still making you quite high, I think. No, that's something else. That's another substance, which you can't talk about. <laughs> <laughs> that, I think that's one of, uh, one of Aaron's brownies, probably. Cheers, Family man. show, family show. I think, you know, when you saw the PSG uh, lineup you were, and the rumours that, you know, people like Verratti weren't playing, 
Um, and we bought one of their players and one of their best centre-half had gone to um, Chelsea in the summer. That yeah. Actually, you thought, well, you know what? There might be a chance of getting a result here. And Neymar yeah. can be inconsistent. Mbappe is obviously a danger. Di Maria is a danger. But um, I think you know, the, there was a tactical masterclass from Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. And no one can tell me different that that man can't do tactics. That's true. That's true. I tell you what, Aaron, well, Aaron was nearer to the mark than me, but I was totally off the mark. I said 3-1 to uh, PSG. I really thought that we might come out of the blocks and then suddenly an onshallah of uh, Mbappé and Neymar was going to finish it off. But um, I think the thing is, which I've never really noticed before, was that Neymar does seem to sulk if he doesn't get his own way. Oh, Neymar's terrible. You know what? I think Neymar is the most overrated player of the last 10 years. Boys, 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 boys. Hold fire, hold fire, hold fire. Breaking news coming out of Man United from Simon Stone. The Chevrolet deal's been extended by six months, which means we will have a kit change mid-season. <laughs> so we'll the have... is going. We'll... No, 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 no. We'll have a kit sponsorship change you can't do that january you can't do that you can't do that Simon stone of uh bbc sport is reporting that um the chevrolet deal oh it's it's of course it's financial results day isn't it, it, it they're all coming out right now yeah it's financial it's results the worst the revenue that down to eight by 18 percent um yeah Six, 70 million revenue here aaron it says yeah, um, revenue revenue down eighteen percent. Mm, Simon I mean, listen to you two boys. You sound like Woodward's sidekicks. No, 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 no. We're not. No, 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 no. We're just what. What I'm saying about these things is none of these things really matter, and it's an absolute joke that they do because yeah. um, we've got regular money coming in all the time. We're still Manchester United, and we should be. Uh, looking after our fans with prices on TV games and in terms of kits and the price of kits and all those kind oh, of yeah. things. Well, this is a fucking ploy, so people buy two kits in a season. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I'm sick of the way United just treat their fans like absolute crap. You know, oh yeah, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll piss about all season, we won't do the right signings, and then guess what? Let's fucking have another shirt. Why didn't the you know why doesn't the the kit go to like a vote or something if they want to have you know the zebra kit or whatever you know why doesn't it go to a vote with the fans? No, uh, you never fucking think of that. You know they're horrible, and no. the way they treated Romero is a disgrace. You know what annoys me about the Romero Jones, is, the thing, is that what the deal about Romero going to Everton was the same reason they didn't let Rojo go to Everton was that they thought Everton are a threat to our Champions League position. It's like, when when have Everton should come into consideration like that? Yeah. Sell him. And plus, Romero has been brilliant for Man United every time yeah, he's played. Yeah, he's hardly yeah. put a foot wrong. And yeah. he, you know, you need to treat people better than that. Um, yes, he gets well paid, but he doesn't get well paid enough to not be respected as a professional. Oh, this is great. You're it's not saying that about Phil Jones, boys. <laughs> well, Phil Jones is not in the Premier League squad. Yeah, I know, but you're not you're not crying about him. Crying about Big Sam. Yeah. This is a Phil Jones is a man who's in testimonial year next year. 
Well, there'll be Emily's dog going to that, won't there? Yeah, well, thank God, thank God fans aren't allowed into stadiums. It won't make no difference. That's what I meant, yeah. I, yeah, I, don't know. Know that, I don't know what that six months... I'm trying to find out what this six months really means. I've, anyway, I've, let's, well, get off, let's get off this nonsense. Anyway, back yeah. to it. Back A bit of glory we had last night. Yeah, let's keep positive. In the Marcus de Prance. Um, yeah, it was Rashford who, who popped up late. It's a good finish, wasn't it? Fantastic. Oh, you know what? I reckon, right? I reckon when, he, when he focused for that far corner, he saw sausage and mash for the kids. <laughs> right in the corner. To be fair, though, right, he needed that because in the game itself, he uh, wasn't clinical enough. He panicked and rushed a few opportunities in the final third and made the wrong decision. He yeah, was unlucky yeah. a few minutes before with a shot with a great save from Navas. And then he got he got his goal and, and took it brilliantly. So, yeah. you know, he, he and Tuchel is a big fan of Rashford. And I just want him to kind of slow himself down a bit in the final third. And he did that and it, and it worked because he got the winner. Yeah. There was a few weird opportunities, weren't there? There was that one where Fernandez was through and instead of having a, a whack at goal, he put it across goal to Martial and it, it just fizzled out. It was weird. It was like you thought, you know, you put money on uh, Bruno in the back of the net from where he was, wouldn't you? Totally. And, uh, I think what happened... The big change in the game, which is something that Solskjaer has been criticised for in the past, is not making a substitution early enough. And after they equalised, because we'd been under pressure and we'd, we'd panicked again in the last third of getting rid of the ball, we weren't composed. Martial panicked with the header to, for the own goal. Mm. And it looked at that point that PSG could go on because they were putting pressure on us. But he made a brilliant tactical decision to go to a back four and bring Pogba on to give us a chance of keeping the ball better and that changed the game completely. And from that point on, United didn't really look like losing and only really looked like winning it because they were making the better chances. I know, but it, it, it was a worrying moment for me. I, I mean, I, I text my mate, uh, DC, uh, and I thought, is Pogba, what Pogba are we going to get? Are we going to get the one that runs at people, loses the ball and throws his hands in the air? Or are we going to get the one that plays football and sorts the team out? And it, luckily, it was the secondary one. So, yeah, I think Pogba has realised, or is realising, the game's kind of moved on a lot from his way of playing at the moment. You know, that high pressure, high press isn't going to be a nat- thing that comes natural to him. Um, yeah. Yet, it's, yet if one person is not doing it, the whole thing falls down. And Ollie at the moment doesn't trust him in those kind of scenarios to get across the pitch. To, uh, for 90 minutes and you can see that and he's playing too open which happened in the first couple of games oh, yeah, and he, he made a big decision to drop him and the right one it was a brave call but the right I mean, one I mean that, that midfield of Fred and McTominay one thing you're going to get is you're going to get hard work and commitment and yes correct, correct. and I think Fred um, our young Brazilian Fellaini as I used to call him I think he's he's you know sort of stepped it up a bit I think McTominay was excellent again but I even though I, I dislike Paul Pogba, I've got to admit his impact was excellent off the bench. He was very good off yeah. the bench, um, yeah. and 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 you know it was sort of a tactical masterclass. One man I think we really really need to talk about is that man that I was I was going on about yesterday. It's Axel Tuanzebe, uh, Diddy Dom yeah. Diddy. What a fucking performance! <laughs> what a boy! What a boy! 
I absolutely love him. I love him so much. It's just a shame he's he's been unfit. I hope he can stay fit and actually be that solid defensive partner. Even Lindelof, I thought he wasn't bad yesterday. I'm one of his biggest critics. I think he's one of the shittest defenders we've ever seen at the club. But him, Shaw and Twanzebi were such a makeshift back three yesterday and they actually did well. Yeah. No, you're dead right, mate. He was... uh... I, when I saw his name on the list, I thought, <clears throat> nothing like being thrown in at the deep end, is there really? Not played for 10 months, was it, or something? Or his last game was against Colchester in the Cup. I think <clears> um, <throat> Axel, the big, you know, he twice Mbappe tried to run him and twice it didn't work. And no. I think that just shows, one, how good he is and how naturally talented he is, but also the potential of where he can go if he can stay fit. I think the back three um, were actually playing in their best positions. Luke Shaw has always has played quite well as a left-sided centre-back in a back three um, last season, tactically. He, he, can, he can read the game pretty well from there, and he's not uh, worried about having to be an attacking threat too much, which I think is a weakness for him since his injury. Lindelof, when he's in the middle, gets to see and mop up rather, rather than what happens with Maguire, is that Lindelof tends to be the first, per, first defender attacking the ball and gets out-muscled and out-caught. And that kind of suits him last night to sweep up and manage. And I think if you play back the tape from the last podcast I was on, I was predicting this Axel 2 and Zebe thing. And um, I'm just ha- glad it's happened sooner rather than later and pray that he can stay fit. And I hope they don't overwork him too soon. So whether he plays on Sunday will be up for debate. In fact, if they do play him, it might mean they can just give Maguire a little bit more time out and a bit more I of a rest. Agree. Both mentally and physically. But then again, I wouldn't want to risk Axel playing too much too soon if that's going to put him out for three months. So there's a delicate um, balance for Oli to make with his decisions in defence in the coming weeks when we've got some... It's a big month of Chelsea, Leipzig, Arsenal over the next 10 days. Every time we mention his name, can we always say, did he done, did he do afterwards? <laughs> what a geezer. Geezer's a beast. He's an athlete. He's so, so, so good. Chaps, let's take a break. We'll um, we'll come back with a bit more from um, Ed Woodward's phone call and uh, and some more PSG. You're up, you're up and look you're ahead up to Chelsea as well. Excuse me. This is the Manchester United Red Cross. Catch you on the other side. If you want an e-bike that doesn't look like it's made for the shopping precinct, something that's less Mr Bean and more Steve McQueen, check out the range of bikes from London-based Cooler King. From dope 250-watt city bikes to Harley Bobber-inspired 750-watt beasts that can tear your face off while leaving your smile intact. Cooler Kings are made in limited numbers, yet highly affordable. Check them out now on the web at cooler.bike or find them on Instagram with hashtag CoolerKingBike. Cooler.bike. E-bikes that are cool AF. We are back with your Manchester United Red Cast and considering Ed Woodward's uh, doing his quarterly phone call now, I thought it'd be um, it'd be a good time to hand over to Professor Christopher Curley, 
of our uh, financial sports economics department. Um, Chris, crack on, son. Thanks, thanks, Aaron. Although I say being called Christopher reminds me of being told off by my mother. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the accounts uh, come out that largely they lost 23 million due to COVID disruption. Um, they spent 26 million net for finance costs, which are largely paying off Glazer debt. But they still paid out 23 million in dividends to shareholders, and they're mainly the six members of the Glazer family. Uh, which is, you know, they're still getting their share of money. Here's another interesting thing that they're talking about that's coming through, is that, where's it gone? Oh, no, net, net debt has gone up. So debt um, has gone up from $203 million in 2019 to $474 million in 2020. Uh, and this is kind of due to a reduction in, in cash and loss of match day revenue and buying players. But increased player investment, They've listed it as only 56.4 million rise, which doesn't, I think, you know, people like Aston Villa have, have paid more money than that. Um, so overall, United are saying in the call this morning that the estimated that the pandemic has cost them 70 million in revenue, but they still have uh, 51 million of cash available plus 150 million in credit. So there's a, there's a tale to be told there of... I don't think that's as bad as they were making out it was going to be, to be honest. And also asked, begs the question, why haven't they invested a bit more in the team when they needed it, when other it could be a real season to catch up? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's typical cloak and dagger Manchester United uh, actions, isn't it? You know. Uh, shit they, they, make, they make it quite clear what's the most important Thing about the club, nothing to do with um, you know re, re, uh, getting a, getting a team and supporters behind you. Um, okay, everyone's been through the pandemic, so not just United. Uh, try try being a club that's in the you know the second division or third division. If you go if putting out your figures of what you lost, well, uh, but like we say it's quite refreshing, Chris, to hear that um, Mr. Woodward and his cronies uh, obviously. Got, got quite a nice pay rise in while this went down as well. Yeah. Here's a good one, lads. Here's, here's a good one for you. Uh, from Man United accounts, Ari Jose dismissal. Exceptional costs for the prior year were £19.6 million relating to compensation to the former yeah. Jose yes. members of the coaching staff for loss of office. Why yes. don't we give him Phil Jones? <laughs> Why ain't he paid him off that just give, him, just give Jose Phil Jones to keep as a pet. Yeah. I mean... Deal done. He can do what he likes with Phil Jones for that, that amount of money. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember reading at the time that it was round about 20 mil to get rid of Jose. I just thought, you are made for life, Jose. Yeah. Oh, man, he's been paid off so many times. It's unreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 20 mil, though. What would you do with that, Aaron? Oh, mate. I've got myself out in a nice I'd little house. i buy myself a Chevrolet and then two United kits next season. Well, could do that. I was thinking of maybe buying a new set of tyres for your motor. What's wrong with my tyres? Well, you put a lot of mileage in, don't you? Maybe you could have, uh, you know, some, some better tyres on it, like a Dunlop GXS. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to buy Phil Jones and make him my personal butler. <laughs> that sounds a bit pervy, Chris. That is a bit weird, mate. That's not only the way your mind works. I'm doing something something good there. I'm taking us out of all the misery of having to watch him play football again and you then making him feel valued by, by contributing to making someone's life better by doing their uh, changing their bed every morning. 
And, yeah, but all um, of us, it's getting weird. It's all getting weird now. I was thinking more of you popping down Aldi with him on a dog collar. I don't need to do that. He can go Aldi on his own. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. It's all got a bit weird. Says the bloke doing the yodeling. <laughs> yodeling gherkin. <laughs> yodeling gherkin, bought in California when I was there. Seems like a long time ago when I was on tour there last two years ago. No, last year. Last year. Oh, well. That's what I came back with. Nothing else, just a yodeling gherkin. I, th- I think it's a great name for a band, I think, that. The yodeling gherkins. It sounds like it should come from Stockport or somewhere, doesn't it, Chris? They really do. <laughs> I, know, yeah, I know exactly where they would play in Stockport as well, pretty much. <laughs> Talking of Stockport, I see you playing tonight. Uh, yeah, they're playing. And who have they got tonight in the Champions League? Not that I'm caring so much. Oh, but... Porto, isn't it? Is it Porto? It's Porto, yeah. Talking about Porto, how good was Alex Telles last night? Well, not bad for a first first round. At least we looks like we got someone that can cross the ball. I mean, yeah, but when it's crosses wicked, <laughs> when it's crosses and, and corners wicked. Yeah, they were great. Slabheads yeah. can have a field day. I was just thinking that you know, I think we were getting a bit overexcited because we haven't seen anyone be able to cross the ball like that for about two seasons. I don't think I've seen anyone cross the ball from the left hand side like that for about ten years at United. Yeah, yeah, since ever, oh. maybe, and he didn't he didn't cross it that much. But he, that's why Cavani um, aerial ability will pay off handsomely. I feel when Tellez is on the wing putting those crosses in because you know Martial closes his eyes to head the ball, uh, and Rashford doesn't get into the box often enough to take advantage yeah. of the crosses. But that yeah. is one new area of attacking play that Tellez looks like he's going to give us, which he can definitely give in a wing back. The truth be told, situations if he can he play. You know, in a back four. We don't know that one yet. Um, but I think that, that was exciting for me to see how that will work in the Premier League. Speaking of Martial, yeah. um, his own goal was interesting. It I mean, was a bit weird, wasn't it? It looked like he actually meant it. Mm. I mean, if, if he was at the end, it was a great finish. But he kind yeah. of got his body shape towards the goal rather than away from the goal. So when he jumped, as soon as he jumped, he was screwed and he jumped a bit early. And... You know, you can't close your eyes heading the ball as a professional footballer. Do us a favour. I reckon he had a he had a bet with some French bookies. Like it said, Marshall to score in Paris. Well, I think if he stayed another night, that's probably true. Yeah, maybe. maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll take, I'll take the delayed laugh. I'll take the delayed one. That's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry, Aaron didn't find Aaron didn't find that funny. No, not not my kind of humour. I've just seen uh, a couple of bits, though, on social media. Someone um, saying that United's kit last night is to do with Jethro Tull and and sort of prog rock, if you like. Um, I can't stand that kit. I can't stand it. Next season, they might have something like a tribute to Kiss. Um, Who knows? Who knows? Um, Elsewhere, yeah. A a good performance all round. You know what? I'm, I'm pleased. And to be honest, now, looking at Chelsea's result last night, I'm kind of I'm kind of confident, you know. What was the score, Chelsea, last night? I gave they, up they, after they half time. But they were shit, apparently. Yeah, they yeah. were shit. Think, they were really poor. <coughs> it's an interesting game against Chelsea on Sunday for many reasons, but really the tactical battle between Oli and Lampard. Now, Oli owned Lampard last season, and then obviously in the semi-final, changed to back three, tried to rotate, and Lampard... Uh, we, got, we got Lampard. 
we got we got Lamp to get by Lampard. So yeah. I think it's interesting what will happen on um, on Sunday about how open Lampard will be, or how you know defensive he might play to keep a clean sheet. And both both teams actually at the moment are suited to counter attacking. I yeah. think in the in, in terms of form, and of course. Ollie has a decision to make in defence about who's fit. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Mata came back in. Um, yeah, I think he will be, play Mata. I think, and I think Pogba will still be on the bench on Sunday, on Saturday. Yeah, so, I'd like to see Van der Beek come in. I don't know why I'm keep. I, I really want to see Van der Beek come in, but again, I can see him going for for Fred and McTominay. I think McTominay is playing himself into the team, which, let's be fair, he shouldn't have been kicked out of the team in the first place. I thought he was our most one of our most consistent players last year. He's a big game player as well. He always turns up for the big occasions. Um, McTominay and Fred is is, yeah. is sort of getting better and better. If you like, I, I thought I thought that was the first time last night. But well, I won't say first, but one of the very rare times. Um, I thought Fred played fantastic last night. I thought Fred was awesome last night. The way he shut people down, the way he just tackled Neymar at every opportunity was fantastic. You know, Fred and McSauce carried us through last, last winter when Pogba was injured and yeah. were fantastic up to lockdown. And then kind of lockdown football didn't really didn't really help them or, or suit them. And, and when they came back into the team, they have an energy and a presence and a commitment mm. which you need as opposed to maybe where they're lacking in technical ability of, passing the ball progressively, they make up for in lots of other ways, which at this stage of where the team's at are probably more important um, values that we need. I think Van der Beek will get into that team. I think in the way that team finished the game uh, with Pogba in that three, uh, with, with Bruno and two up front, effectively a diamond, that's when Van der Beek will come into that team. He might come in next week against Leipzig. I don't think he'll start on Saturday. But maybe Leipzig and Arsenal coming up. Van der Beek will get his opportunities for sure. But I think when it's a diamond, a diamond four um, in midfield is, is his best chance of getting into that team in certain games at the moment. Because um, in games where we're going to have more of the ball against the lesser sides, Pogba, Bruno and Van der Beek probably could play together. Um, and that'll be interesting to see how that plays out in the coming months. But right now... You know, Oli just needs to concentrate on getting some stability in that side, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, um, five, th- go on. I was just going to say, um, we're, get, we're getting quite a lot of players as a squad, aren't we? We have, the, 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 there are, I think, I think the squad is too, you know, it is too thick. Yeah. You know, people like Lingard can't even get into an eight-man bench. Um, we know there, we know he needs 25 players, he's got 31 we know who yeah. the Deadwood is he needs to get rid of. Yeah, well, yeah, that's yeah. what the Bulls do. That's been their job. You know, they can't get rid of Rojo and like that. But we've been talking about them for two, three years, getting rid of them, and they can't sell them. Am I right in saying Rojo's been registered for the Premier League, though? Yeah, he has. He has. Um, I think, I don't, I don't know why. Have, he's been registered for the Premier League. It's Jones who's missed out. Jones has missed out. But, you know, those two lads should have been sold in the summer. <laughs> What the fuck must Jones be thinking? It must be like, it, it could either be one or two things. It could be rubbing his hands and thinking, I've got to do fuck all and be paid. Or he's like really upset looking like, I'm never going to get in this team. But Drew, they gave him a four-year contract last year. I know, yeah. I know. 
brilliant, like, brilliant mind. Brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant, you know, you talk about net debt that we've got, and it's gone up dramatically to over 450 million with these yeah. results today. Yeah. But they're spending 600k a week on goalkeepers. I know, I know. Crazy. You know, between Henderson, De Gea, Romero and Grant, 600k a week to make David De Gea play better. It's, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and all the, I thought it was, it, it was, you know, on that note, I thought he played excellent last night, De Gea. He was brilliant. And, you know, he, having but someone who really, really helped. But who was going to pay De Gea 350 grand a week in world football? True. I mean, some of the management and pay decisions are crazy. They're yeah. naive at best. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's kind of where fans have, have criticism going, well, you kind of talk to me about money and, and you can't afford this, you can't afford that. But when you see all this stuff coming out, you're like, well, do you know what you're doing? Because we know in our own lives, we would never run our businesses or our homes like that. Yeah. And I think that's, obviously it's different, but the principles are kind of the same. Yeah. Indeed, who starts for you Saturday, boys? Ooh. You start, Chris. I think if everyone's fit, I would, I would actually probably start with the same team that played last night. To yeah, be honest, right. yeah, I would probably start with the same team um, if everyone's fit. I think you might see Mata come in. Um, actually, I can't, can I? Because Martial's suspended, so that makes it different. Actually, I can't start with the same team. So maybe Mata would come in for Martial and play Rashford. Uh, I think we should either side. the bench, maybe. Who? Cavani off the bench. We might be yeah. on the bench. might make the bench Cavani. It's yeah, interesting, Greenwood. No one said what's wrong with Greenwood, which is uh, curious. Apparently, I've heard a, a rumour that he's been a bit of a tear-up with him, uh, Brandon. Him and Brandon have had a bit of a roasting off Ollie over something. Well, I imagine that would be something that 19-year-old boys do. Probably, probably, but that's what a rumour, I don't know how true, but that's what I heard, that the pair of them have had a, a bit of a edge together over something, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, well there were rumours about Greenwood last year, wasn't there, why he left him out of the team last year for things like that, and of you course the England thing won't have helped, and he has been on, you know, he has, there are, there have in the past been Snapchat videos circulating, of boys being boys, frankly, but that's yeah. not, what, that's not going to, help his cause it's very easy I mean because when you know when you're a footballer a really good footballer and you're in Iceland playing and some model says you want to go out for a drink you say no don't you of course you do um, chaps we've got to wrap up quickly <laughs> very quickly on socials I mean I know we've got problems with Phil Jones and Raho but Meza Urza has just put out some sort of statement on his own social media um, about being disappointed at the fact that he hasn't been registered to play for the Premier League season. Um, yeah. I forgot he was still at Arsenal. Yeah, very odd. It's this really, really, really weird statement he's put out. I'll, he ends it with, I'll continue to train as best as I can and wherever possible use my voice against inhumanity and for justice. Interesting. Interesting guy. Interesting guy. Um, there are a few big names. Czech included in the, uh, in the Chelsea squad, though. That was interesting. Um, I, uh, I never set my team for Chelsea. But oh, go on, lad, go on. I, well, I, was, I was thinking roughly down the same lines as Chris. I think he'll keep the backbone of that team. Um, but obviously, like you say, Martial will be out. I just hope he doesn't put Dan James on. I really hope not. I just, 
it's a waste of a position and to bring a sub on, you know, because they give him half, a half and all he does is run with his head down and don't cross the ball. It's just like waste of time. Um, so that's an opportunity to play Van der Beek for um, Martial. It could be an opportunity to do that. But right. it's interesting. You've, got, you've got to get the balance right of the team and obviously CR2 and Zebe recovers. Is Maguire fit? So there are some changes to make. But, you know, we need to give... start More people need to give Oli some more credit for his tactical achievements and also for his results because, you know, what we've now won 10 consecutive away games in all competitions. And that's the first time that's ever happened. Fergie never did that. Busby never did that. So I'd like, you know, to see the uh, Illuminati of football punditry give Ollie some credit and not be so snobbish about mm-hmm. his um, reputation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, gentlemen, let's have some predos because we've got to wrap this one up. Let's have some predos for the game. That's the 5.30 kickoff. Um, that's predos, not P-E-A. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Is that a young person's phrase, Aaron? Predos? Is that is that what they're yeah. saying on the interweb? Predos, like yeah. Uh, let's have some predictions. It's a it's a five it's a five lives statement. That one. Oh yeah, they they are youthing it up on five lives. Yeah, they? yeah, yeah. Don't don't talk to me about that. Yeah, let's not talk about that. Anyway, um, if you want me to go full old school five live, I can do it. I can do Peter Jones. <laughs> I love it. I love it when you do, mate. I love I, it. I can do all that. Um, yeah, let's have some predictions. United taking on Chelsea. Uh, Fat Frank's boys in town on Saturday evening. How's it going to go down? I'm going to go a confident 2-0 victory for United. Uh, I think that um, they'll gain a lot of confidence from uh, last night's performance and that, that sense of team and and pattern of play that they were doing, they can even they can repeat that against Chelsea and really put a pressure on a Chelsea side which isn't quite sure of itself yet. Um, and I think we can take advantage of that on Saturday and um, beat them two 0 Lovely. I'm going. I'm going three two United. I think that. I think Chelsea. Werner is very, very dangerous and he only needs a couple of chances. Um, but they're, they're not that brilliant at the back. And I think if we have the right lineup, I think um, it could be quite high scoring because they're both, they're both at it, aren't they, if they want to be. Um, yeah, three, I'm going 3-2 United. I'm going to go 3-1 United. I think, um, I, th- I think we can do this. I think we'll learn from the Spurs game. And uh, I think this is potentially the start of of, of a good little uh, period of time for us. Can I also shout out a listener, please? Um, I had a message from a listener last night. Hafiz is in New York City, listens uh, listens to our pod. So, uh, hello, mate. Good to have, uh, good to have you. How are you doing, fella? How are you doing? Can I say, I miss New York City. Uh, I miss it. Uh, I, had a, I had a relationship there once with someone and it was one of the best times of my life. It so, wasn't Phil Jones, was it? It wasn't Phil. Phil was just at home uh, cleaning the house before I read it. It wasn't Joel Glazer, was it? <laughs> no, it wasn't a Glazer. That raw hairstyle he's got. All I'm saying is, don't underestimate the power of a leopard print tie in New York City on New Year's Eve. There you go. Well, this this lad Hafiz is actually from Glasgow, but he lives in New York. Right. So trust me, he knows all about the leopard print. Um, gentlemen, right. we've got to wrap it up. 
Lovely stuff. Thank you very much uh, once again. Uh, this is the Manchester United Redcast. Back next week. Catch you then. Wasn't that a great podcast? Now, if you've got 90 seconds spare in your day, come and listen to ours. It's called What Has He Said Now? and is available wherever you got this podcast. You're going to lose a number of people to the flu. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at unitedredcast.com. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.